tiptoe through the tulips. Did I hear somebody say swinging John Wingate? Swinging John Wingate brings you the soul news. Bring it up there. Good evening, friends. Good evening. I'll be very serious tonight with you. Good evening. It's Friday. We all know that Friday can be an uptight night. Uh, You know, speaking of uh, uptight nights, hey, listen, I just got this little gift suggestion. It's just terrific. You know, it says to make your Christmas merry. Some of these, you know, I I collect these little suggestions, you know, but it's uh, the last few days of November. It won't be long before Christmas is coming off. Everybody gets excited and you get these little gingerbread men and all that stuff and little bugles and little angels that hang on a Christmas. Oh, it's exciting. Good King Wenceslas. Take the halls. Oh, here, a little suggestion here. Gifty, it says, to make your Christmas merry, wheeler dealer, mark cards. Have a ball doing, quote, magic with your family and friends with uh, playing cards that look like an ordinary deck but are actually marked on the back telling you the suit and the number of every card. Amaze everyone with your newfound poker ability, please, if you will. I just hope that none of your friends received a, uh, let's say, a Remington over and under 22 for Christmas, you know. They might amaze and mystify you with their marksmanship. Uh, We're living in great times. Wheeler dealer Mark Cards in our Christmas gift suggestion. Roll them bones. Christmas Eve party breaking up when it develops and Uncle Clarence is playing with marked cards out in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, that kick in the you-know-what. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, of course, uh, anybody who's ever lived in this world, he's run up against the Sharpsters. And today is everywhere. Right, Corny? Oh, let me tell you, there's on every street corner there waiting. <laughs> Their eyes shining, you know. There's waiting in their bushy tail. They're wearing those checkered vests. And the next thing you know, you are plucked cleaner than a jaybird. And you like it. You know, a real, a real one can make you like it. Have you seen any of those used car ads on late, late TV? Oh, look out for that. Oh, look out. We will check your credit while you sleep. Yes, sir. Da-da-da-ti-ta-ta-do-do-do. 
Her ass with hands. It's funny. One of them came out in the middle of a Ronald Reagan movie. Well, of course, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, I was talking about the uh, Sharpies. I'll never forget one night, you know, I'm innocent kid. Oh, yeah, you know, you wouldn't believe it. There was once a time when I was innocent. <laughs> As opposed to my, you know, my blasé sophistication now. I... <laughs> George, it's me. I, I'm... Uh, Walking along the company street, I'm in the army, see, and you know you've you've seen you've seen pictures many times. I'm sure you've seen in the movies you saw. You see pictures of a crap game going on, and uh, yeah, you do. Now there are a few of us who've actually seen those crap games. I went I one time saw a, a movie with Mickey Rooney, and it was a very fine movie picture too. I don't even remember the name of it. But Mickey was playing craps. You remember that? And uh, yeah, he was he was a real sharpie crapshooter, and uh, he wound up he wound up with a with a field jacket full of money, and there was a big action there. He was he was in the middle of an action somewhere. There was, there was, his patrol was out on the point someplace, and the next thing you know, they're separated, and there was a lot of a lot of shooting and stuff, and his money comes flying out of his field jacket. You remember it was all over the ground. Well, now <laughs> tell you. I'll tell you, I've seen a couple of scenes, not quite like that, but I'll tell you one scene I did see, and I was a an unwitting partner to it. I don't know, you know, it's Friday night. I don't know whether they're nervous enough to hear this kind of stuff. I mean, uh, you out there Friday night, huh? Out there, you making a scene there, huh? You working out, huh? No, I'm here. There's nothing happening here. I hope something's happening there, huh? Yeah, well, okay. And uh, I'm walking along the company street. I'm I'm in the army about six months. Seeing I'm in this camp. Deep in the heart of Boone Docks, and uh, I'm coming back from the Post Theater. They had this wonderful little film. It was about something called, uh, oh, one of these diseases like MS, um, L L D V something. Anyways, it was a movie about one of those funny diseases. Have a couple of numbers or letters attached. You know, like TB or something like that. And uh, it was a good movie. In fact, it was so good. It was some fantastic. It was like. Uh, you know, it was almost like a, an early uh, Swedish film with a lot of sex scenes in the scene. So me and Gasser stayed at the movie and saw it twice. It was very good. We wanted to see that second scene there twice where the guy gets his throat swabbed out. And, and it was an exciting movie. So we... <laughs> corny looks something with confusion there. We, uh, well, you wouldn't know about that, Corny. And uh, you have that kind of stuff in the islands. So we... we uh, I mean, this is real man stuff. So we... We uh, finished seeing that, that that picture, and, and it's late, you see. It's about, though, maybe 1 o'clock in the morning where we go down to the PX, and we have one of those 3.2 Army beers. Now, I'll tell you what Army beer tastes like. It tastes like a little bit, uh, if you can imagine, uh, a wild strawberry yoo-hoo that's gone bad and is a little mad. That's about the way it tastes. Not much. It's not much going for it, see, but it was wet. And so we're, we're sitting down there. We're having a couple of those Army beers, and... And uh, nothing like sitting in the PX and, and letting yourself go, you know. It's a Saturday night, and we, neither one of us had a pass, and so we were just, you know, just kind of celebrating, you know. We'd seen the, what is the name of that movie? It was about some, do any of you remember that? Any of you GI, ex-GIs out there, what was that funny movie they kept showing? It was about some kind of a funny kind of a disease. It was um, VM, um, uh, PD. Anyway, they called it the Mickey Mouse. That was the, uh, the popular terminology for the movie. And so we, we, uh, we're we coming home from seeing that picture. We saw it twice, and it was kind of exciting. And 
and uh, we were we were uh, we were pulling for the girl actually. And so we're we're on our way home, and and uh, Gasser says, "How about let's stop by the PX and have a beer?" So we stopped by. That was kind of a joke. We we're both seventeen, you know, so it was being very racy there having a beer. So we sat down on the PX, and and the, we each had one of these army type beers, and. We had another one, feeling expansive, and uh, we washed it down with a couple of powerhouse candy bars. Now, I don't know whether you've ever seen the powerhouse candy bar. Have you ever seen that candy bar? They don't have it in the island. It's a great candy bar, great. It, uh, uh, you know, sometimes 3 o'clock in the morning, I can still feel some of the powerhouse candy bars that I've eaten stuck on the roof of my mouth. They stick up there, see? And um, so we finished our candy bars, and we're on our way back, and everything's dark in a camp, see? And uh, the barracks are all quiet. Everything's snoozing away there, and uh, we come to our company area, and we notice that the day room still has a light in it, which it always did. You know, it had a light in it all night long. If you want to get up and uh, write a, a dear Myrtle letter, you know, finally get rid of that chick at 3 o'clock in the morning, you decide you got to do it. You go in the day room, write the letter. I'll never forget the time I'm sitting in the day room one time, and sitting there picking my teeth, and in came this guy named Cletus. We had a guy in the company named Cletus, and uh, he walks in, he said... Uh, uh, Shepard, I said, yep. So would you please, uh, you don't you don't mind if you read this to me? Would you read this to me? I'm having a little trouble reading in the dark here. It's the first time I realized I was in a company of total illiterates. That uh, me and Gas were the only two that could read, and even you know both of us at that time read with our you know move our mouths a little bit like daily news readers. And so, uh, uh, Cletus comes over and says, uh, would you read this to me? And I started reading and said, dear Cletus. Well, I just come from the doctor, and what a great letter. I read this letter out, and Cletus got he, 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 like a ghost, you know. You could see he was scared that uh, this is that confirmed his worst fear. Somebody named Effie had written. She just made the visit, and it, it was true what she suspected all along. And if he didn't do something about it, her father, Ruth, was going to come to the camp and do something about it. Well, I read him this letter, and he called me one of the worst names I ever was called in my life. He says, you give me that letter. He says, I don't believe it, and he ran out into the dark. Well, he went AWOL for 74 days. We never saw him again. That was another story. But never, you don't want to, you don't hear this, do you? Am I confusing you tonight? No? You're still there? Well, we're coming home. I want to tell you about, about bad men. Watch out for bad men with those whoopee mark cards. And don't, friends, unless you know what you're doing, don't get ever get near a guy who's got a pair of rolling dominoes in his sweaty palm. I'm just telling you this. I'm just telling you this. You better listen. You ever seen it? Oh, there's some bad bands, and they know how to do it. It's amazing what they can do with those things. You ever see anything like it? I mean, you never, you would never believe it unless you've seen it. And we, we, you know, Gas and I are walking into the day room that we hear these guys laughing and hollering, seeing the day room. Well, we're, we've only been in the army maybe six, seven months. We haven't run into this yet. We've seen a couple of movies about this kind of stuff. And we go into the day room, and they had a couple of lectures about watching out for this kind of thing, see? And we go in the day room, and they had taken the pool table. We had the pool table, see? And uh, they have they have put a couple of chairs on the end of the pool table, laying on top of the pool table, see, flat. And then over the chairs, they put a blanket. You ever seen that scene? They lay a blanket, regular old army horse blanket. See, they lay that blanket down there, and then the guy stands way back, see, and he says, All right, baby. God, he spits into his head. He rolls up things. Yeah, all right, baby. Now, at least you listen to me, baby, now. Now, come on, baby. I want that five. I want that five. I want that five. I want that five. <laughs> he rolls them, and they bounce up twice, hit the blanket, bounce down, right on the pulpit, and there's a five. Never saw an in Nothing. 
Well, Gasser's standing there watching that, and there's our first sergeant there. Our first sergeant, Kowalski, see, and, uh, you know, up to that point, Kowalski had been very unfriendly type. Uh, well, he wasn't exactly unfriendly. He was cold. That's a better expression. He was remote would be better, you see. Well, we walked in there, and, and uh, Kowalski's got them galloping dominoes. And he looks up at Gasser. Well, Gasser, come right in. Well, how, where, where you been, Herb? Well, uh, you know, it was the first time he ever called Gasser Herb, you know. And Herb said, well, <laughs> now watching that, uh, that movie, Sergeant, that uh, sure glad you're, you know, uh, glad you invited us in. He said, come right in, boys. And he takes those dominoes and he rules at the... And all these guys are standing in the ring. Now, friends, I don't know whether you've ever seen man naked, stripped naked. I mean, with the greed... I mean, with the with the lust, the muck of gold, and the evil of the games of chance just coming out of their eyes. It's, it, 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 it's enlightening, isn't it, Nick Corny? To actually see it happen, and I never saw more money. I'll tell you, our company—you know—the average guy in our company was only oh, knocking down maybe fourteen, fifteen dollars a month. I mean, you know, as a, after laundry and all the rest of it. I never saw anything like it. There, in the middle of that table, was a pile. Of cabbage, I mean, tell you, it, it, it looked like it looked like a Polish wedding on on New Year's Eve. It's unbelievable. Great big pile of dough there. And Gasser says, "What are you doing?" And a corporal, a duty corporal, named Parsons. I remember him well. Red hair, two squinty blue eyes. He turns around. He says, "You mean you never played?" Gasser says, "What do you do?" And he says, "Well, you got money with you." Gasser says, well, yeah. He reaches down his pocket. We wanted to be part of the board. Thirty-five seconds later, Gasser and I walked out into the dark, plucked, sheared, as like a jaybird. I never saw it. It was so quick. It's just so quick, you'd never believe it. Well, <laughs> you just wouldn't believe it. And when we walked out into the night, we heard him laughing. I just want to tell you, friends... Oh, there's nothing that'll bring a man down quicker than humiliation. Humiliation. We went back to the barracks, and Gasser, we had these double-deck bunks. See, Gasser's on the top bunk, I'm on the bottom bunk. We have been just removed from every last cent we got. I sit down on my bunk. I'm bugged, you know, because I've been planning on a lot of things. I was going to have a, I was going to have a candy bar the next day. I'd have, I had a whole month planned out, you know. I was going to go down and buy some beer on Wednesday. I had it all figured out. See, and now I got nothing, nothing, nothing. My whole month is going to be nothing. And I'm sitting there on my bunk. I don't know how. You don't know. You know. You just don't know how it feels to be totally bereft of funds. I mean, no scratch at all. I'm. Not, I don't even have walking around money. You know, nothing. And I'm sitting there. See, no scratching. And I'm bugged. And I hear gas is sitting on his bunk. I see them big feet hanging down right by my face. See. And he's just sitting on the bunk, staring into the darkness. You could smell the butt cans down at the other end of the barracks, you know, fermenting away. They had butt cans in there. The guys have been spitting in since the Boer War. And we're sitting there, see, and we're silent. And finally, Gasser looks down. I see that face looking down from the top bunk, looking down. And he says, I'm going to learn how to play that game. I said, where do you practice, Gasser? He said, I'm going to wait till next payday. I'm going to learn that game. I said, you know... Gansey, you're right. Damn it, I'm going to learn to play that game, too. And so for 17 straight days, we thought about it. 17 straight days, we could go down and watch him. 
You know, they'd be down there late at night playing that game, and you watch them, and you finally get to know certain numbers you shouldn't bet on and certain numbers you should, you know? Yeah. Well, finally payday came. Oh, what a beautiful one. That reminds me, this is W.O.R. <laughs> Hi, George. W.O.R. in good old friendly New York. Hit that beer button. Hit it hard, Horny. Hey, hit it hard. Hit it hard, Corny. Ho, ho. Hit it. Oh. Oh, yeah, this ain't, this ain't beer, friends. This is Ciclo, a fine Spanish red wine. Ah, it's now vino available in this area from the exceptional vintage year of 1959. Siglo comes from a region in Spain, world famed for wines with mellow, rich, fantastic, unbelievable flavor. Siglo compares with rich French Bordeaux wines, selling for two or three times the price. You'll recognize Siglo by its tan cloak, which helps it grace any table. Siglo makes a fine gift. It comes on like ten bucks. And sells for a miserable song. Is that all? It's a Seagull imported by Classic Import Company, New York. Well, you sure help me out in there, gang. All right. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, let's 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 get all these things out of the way here. We got a couple other a couple other quickies here. We got uh, Lee Champs Restaurant. It says uh, no. It's I'm sorry. It's Less Champs. Re- no, many restaurants have atmosphere. Many restaurants have good food. Many restaurants have excellent service. But when you want them all under one roof, Abe Margolis Le Champ embodies everything that makes dining a lush, sensual, almost an obscene experience. Begin by calling LE26566 and ask for a chauffeured limousine to pick you up for La Dignier. <laughs> when you have arrived, make your dinner selections from a superb continental and American menu. And then listen to the strolling gypsy players. As they play on their violins. Uh, with a candle glowing there. That's Le Champ, 25 East 40th Street, between Madison and Park Avenues. Less Champs. We'll let the dust settle there for a minute. You notice how I do that? Oh, you could tell the pros, can't you? Hey, listen, here's another gift suggestion for you out there. It says, uh, bless this car keychain. This uh, distinctive keychain scroll carries a heartwarming blessing for all drivers who will need it if they're driving on the Jersey Turnpike. It's a bless this car scroll hanging on your keychain. Can't you see God up there when, uh, you know, you open up your Christmas gifts and it says, uh, bless this car keychain. You said, just what I've always wanted. And God gets the message, see. And God is sitting way up there on a, on, a, on a purple cloud. And God says, Bless Charlie Applerot's Gran Turismo Tornado Dynaflow. I bless Charlie Applerot's Buick Electra. And so be it. So saith God. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. When you're out for the evening and want to know who the real beer drinker is, 
Look for the clear, distinctive bottle of Miller High Life. That's the man who wants his beer hearty, robust, deep down good. And he never settles for second best. That's why people on the go more than ever seem to know. Yeah, yeah. Miller makes it right. Oh, that's right. Miller makes it right. I hear you talking, Daddy. Yeah. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee. Oh. People on the go. She has an exciting commercial there. There he is. And you know, Miller is a good beer. Miller on the globe. Now I'm all confused. Hey, speaking of confusion, don't you forget now. Fordham, tomorrow night. Fordham, tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Rose Hill Campus. Center Ballroom. That's the Campus Center Ballroom. Fordham, tomorrow night. We repeat. Oink, oink, oink. Fordham, tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Campus Center Ballroom. Boop, 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 boop. Rose Hill Campus. Tickets at the door. Get on the stick. 8 p.m. tomorrow. What are they going to do there tomorrow night? Well, they're having the International Ping Pong Ladies Tournament Championship. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to be a, I'm going to be there live. Big live shepherd turkey pre-Thanksgiving. Bring your own cranberries. People on the go. That's for in favor. That's for Florida. What's the matter, huh? It's okay. Hey, that reminds me. Don't make any plans for New Year's Eve. I'll just let that hang here. Hey, did you hear about that clock in Nottingham, England? The, the chime for 900 times in the clock tower at 3 o'clock in the morning? Now, you know... <laughs> did you know that... No, it's so sad about what's happening to the world. You know, I'm really worried about it. I'm mean, really... You know, the, the, the forest, the Sherwood Forest. You ever heard of Sherwood Forest, the sheriff of Nottingham? Did you ever hear of that? I mean, you know, sheriffs are never, you know, that's a pretty bad scene right there. But nevertheless, the sheriff of Nottingham has just announced that uh, they're having trouble maintaining the Sherwood Forest, you know. And uh, so now you can get a tree. You can you can send them 10 bucks, and they'll carve your name on a tree. You know, this tree in Sherwood Forest, courtesy of Charlie Applerot, 1722 Fordham Road. Right next to Magnuson Alexander's. And, uh, you know, <laughs> in sight of Yankee Stadium, in the heart of used Carville. But uh, you, uh, this is kind of sad, you know. Uh, I don't know, you know. The Grand Canyon is sent to you courtesy of Johnny Carson. What a beanie beanie. <laughs> Can you imagine what they, well, you know, Mount Rushmore? Uh, who do you think, that, who, whose face would you most like to see up there? Who now? Who? Me? Get out of there! Can you see this? This, you know, this this mess of pottage staring out there at the. All right, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a, a little quiz tonight. Who's whose face is carved on Mount Rushmore? We'll give you a clue. George Wallace didn't make it. Okay, whose face is carved on Mount Rushmore? Come on, who is it? All right, who is it? All right, go ahead, Washington. Who? Who? Who's that? Ralph Hawk. Oh, Jefferson. I see. Jefferson. How'd you get Ralph Hawk on there? What do you mean? They're second division ball club. Now, let's see. You got uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln. You got uh, Jefferson. You got uh, Washington. All right. Come on. Who else? Who? Oh, get out. Warren Gamaliel Harding. Don't give me that. Oh, for crying out loud. I can't think who it is. Warren Gamaliel Harding. That's ridiculous. Alfonso Stagg. 
All right. <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, uh, I'll, ju- I'll just gonna go- I'm going to give you a lesson, friends. We're going to get right down to the nitty gritty here. Seventeen days went by, and every night, me and Gasser and Zinsmeister are down there watching old Kowalski give lessons in how to work with those galloping dominoes. And you know, I'll tell you a funny thing about it. You begin to understand the game. You know, they holler things like, Fade, fade, I'll fade you, Charlie! And there's a lot of money passes hands real quick, see? And uh, you, you learn these little f- phrases, you know. I noticed the minute I said that Corny sat up in his seat, you know, he's like an old fire horse, you know. He hears that sound, he says, Come on, boxcars, come on, bar. He jumps up there and he starts yelling. Well, you can't help it. Now, he knows what it's all about. There's all kinds. All right, what is Little Joe from Kokomo? Who can tell me what Little Joe from Kokomo means? In crapshooters parlance. Any of you know what that means? Little Joe from Co- What? Little Joe from Kokomo. Get out. What are boxcars? Snake eyes. That's right. Come on out. <laughs> and, uh, you know, oh, there's all kinds of... For some of them I can't even use on the air, you know? And, uh... Ready, Freddy. Come on. Ready, Freddy. Come on. What is that? Ready, Freddy. Ever hear that one? Ready, Freddy. Ready, Freddy from the Alamo. And he rolls them out there. What does that mean? Okay, I know all these things. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm learning this game, see? And we are waiting till payday. Seventeen days go by. Seventeen long, hard, miserable, all oh, dry days. We had no, even army beer, nothing. See, we didn't even have any of that knee-high orange down and nothing. We're drinking the Purple Death. That's it. All we can drink every day is Kool-Aid in the mess hall, little SOS, you know, and to wash down a little of that uh, greasy cornbread. And that was the Army food. That's all we got. And once in a while, we go and see an, uh, a basic infantry drill regulation movie. That's about it. And it was a long, hard, rough road to hoe. And the, the only thing we could do on a Saturday night was get in the bus and go down to the camp theater and uh, get sandwiches from the Red Cross, stuff like that. And very dull. Seventeen days go by. Crawling like a snake. Crawling like some giant rock moving down the side of a glacier. And then payday. Have you ever seen payday in the Army? Any of you have ever seen it? I'm going to just, oh, of course you have. You know what payday is like. What happens is everybody lines up in the company, see? They blow pay call. And I will award, I will award a brass figgy. Hold on a minute. Hey, Lee, uh, get her attention, will you? Hey, ho, hey, hey, ho, ho. I will award the brass figgy to anybody out there who can whistle pay call. No, I'm serious. There must be a GI out there who remembers what it's like. It's the greatest sound of the Army. Now, everybody knows the usual ones like, da, 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 you know what that one is, da, 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 da. Da 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 You know what that one is, and you know what this one is. Da 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 You know what that one means, huh? You do. Or you know what that one means, right? What does this one mean? What does that call mean? That is an army call. Okay? How many of you know what pay call sounds like? Listen, I want to tell you that comes once a month. There's a lot of phrases. One of them has to do with what the eagle is doing. Uh, <laughs> you know? And the, the minute that that pay call sounds, it sounds about noon, usually, maybe 1 o'clock after chow. They blow the pay call. 
And everybody has to get all dressed up. You get out, you put your you put your class A's on, you get all your jazzy suits on, all ready to go. And you all stand up outside the day room. And inside the day room, there are the men. The men are in there. And the, we're all lined up on the company street, all dressed up, waiting for our pay, see? It, uh, I could see Kowalski walking up and down. He's watching all those guys, and his little red eyes are glowing, you know? He's watching all those guys get their bucks. And the, we, one by one, we edge forward. And when you get into the into the pay line, and you just wait, you know, everybody's talking way there, and everything being very polite, and everybody's figured out exactly how many deductions he's going to have this month, how many cups he busted in the mess hall, how many statement of charges for, uh, you know, chairs he busted in the day room, all that kind of stuff, how much uh, laundry. Finally, you get up to the front there, and they have a table laid out with green cloth over it, see? And this, this is, it, it, boy, you see a lot of truth in the Army. I'll tell you, it's amazing. They have it. It's this green cloth, and here sitting is, a, is an officer, usually the exec, and uh, quite often next to him is sitting the CO. And uh, maybe they uh, have the battalion's sergeants, maybe a tech sergeant, something like that. And sitting on the other side is a corporal, just watching. And you walk up, they call out your name, Shepard J.P., and you say, Shepard J.P., PVT, private, reporting, 1609-8946, reporting for pay. No, sir. And you salute. And they look down the line to see whether you've done nothing bad in the last month, see. And see whether or not you're clear. There's no red lines under your name. And finally, he, he says, uh, RJP, Shepard 16098946, something K at the end, 103rd, 1670, all right, $39.22 a month. What do you mean? That was a good month. $39.22, he says, Corporal, $39.22. Captain says, $39.22. And they open up this green box, and they got cash, cabbage, money. And he doled it out. And right there, right there, laying right in front of you, right smack in front of you, in front of the guy that's handing the money out, is the biggest, bluest, steel Roscoe you ever saw. Right? They lay a big, naked, 45 automatic Roscoe right there in front to let anybody... Oh, and that is loaded, isn't it? It is loaded. Well, I'll tell you, you don't jostle nobody when you're waiting for your pay. <laughs> you know, you don't make any quick moves. And uh, they hand you this, the dough, and you say, you know, you say thank you or whatever it is. <laughs> you blurt out, you say, uh, and they says, hey, attention, dismiss. And you turn and out you go. Now you're out in the street. You got $39.22. And I'm waiting for Gasser. Five minutes later, Gasser joins me. He's got $41.74. See? And, you know, he doesn't send any of the laundry. See, he, he he figures that every third month for the laundry, you can get... You know, Gas is the only guy that could get nine weeks on a shirt. And so, uh, you know, every little economy counts here and there. And so, finally, we got our dough all excited. We go down to the PX, and we order ourselves a beer. We drink the beer down, have a powerhouse candy bar. We eat powerhouse candy bar. We have two powerhouse candy bars. You know what happens. You get money. You start squirting it around. Gasser says, you know, hell, I, you know what I'm going to buy? He says, I'm going to buy a can of shoe polish. I says, Gasser, wait a minute. You know? says, yeah, yeah, it's payday. Well, yeah, I only live once. So he gets over there and he buys a can of Esquire shoe polish. And I says, all right. So I say, hey, Gasser, what do you say I buy a pair of corporal stripes, huh? He says, you're not a corporal. I says, yeah, but, you know, you want to have them run in case. You know, you never know. 
I'm in case they, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning, maybe a car. He says, all right, go ahead. So I buy, my, I buy some corporal stripes. Have you ever seen the, 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 the scene in the Army movies where where Gary Gary Cooper or, or uh, Cary Grant gets his colonel stars? James Whitmore is always getting promoted. Van Heflin is always getting promoted to colonel. You know, you ever see that? They said the, the orders... Well, I'll tell you, GIs carry secretly in their barracks bags around. They carry PFC stripes. You know, if the day comes when the... Oh, I'll never forget the touching scene when Zinsmeister pinned my PFC stripes on. He says, Shepard, this is a proud moment in my life. And he pinned my stripe on. I says, thank you, Zinsmeister. And he says, here. He says, Gasser, you can pin the other one on the other arm. Gasser sticks a pin in my arm. He was always jealous, you know. They hate to see a man go up that ladder of command. And he pins the other one on. And I spent that happy night sewing on PFC stripes. You know that I sewed PFC stripes on my underwear? I had it on my long johns, beautiful ones. At, the, at one point, yeah, at one point I had a pair of PFC stripes. They had little wires, you know. They were sewn on with gold thread, you know. And these little wires went right up my sleeve and into my pocket with batteries. And you could light the stripes up at night, you know, when you're out with girls. You want to impress people, see. And I don't want, <laughs> I don't want a guy that made, made, made the Buck Sergeant. And he had a tattooed right on his arm. To this day, he's tattooed. Very embarrassed because he later made lieutenant. And, you know, it must have been very embarrassing around the B.O.Q. You know, take your shirt off and all of a sudden you're a sergeant. You know, you can a lot of stuff like that. You can't forget it. And so I had $32.41 or $31.42. And Gasser had $41.72. And we're squirting it away. And nightfall comes. Of course, uh, because of a little altercation the preceding Tuesday, neither one of us had any pass for that weekend. So uh, nightfall arrives. We can hardly wait. And uh, we go into the chow, you know, and I have... See, because, you know, we're, we're rich now, and uh, we don't have to worry about that. So we eat the jello, even, you know. We eat the jello. We have uh, the beets, all very good army beets. We had the beets. Uh, I remember that night we had succotash, little rubber pieces of corn. It was wonderful. And, uh, yeah, we had liver. That's always fun in the army, liver. Now they never told us what kind of a liver it was. We, there were a lot of uh, a lot of discussions of what you know what, what what was carrying that liver around for years, you know. And some people even figured it was some kind of a gizzard out of an ostrich or something. It was a big terrible piece of meat had hair on it. So nevertheless, we we sit down and we eat our army food. It's all exciting, and it's it's late at night. Now you know we get down to the oh yeah. We, this was one of the great educational experiences of my life. Remember, seventeen days I've been studying how to play craps. I've been practicing. I even went down and bought my own dice, you know. And I'm I'm sitting at, at night next to my barracks, rolling it up against my you know my footlocker. See, practicing. See, I yeah. I keep saying things like uh, I keep saying things like uh, come on, big boy, big boy, big boy. Come on, roll down. Come on, come on. Hear hear daddy talking. See, because I saw the experts saying you say things like here, listen, daddy. Come on, now, listen, daddy. Daddy needs box cars. Listen to daddy. Come on, box cars. Hear me now? You spit in. See, let me let me hear you. You rattle him. See, yeah, I hear you talking. All right, come on, daddy. Come on, daddy needs box cars. Box cars. All right, baby. Come on, box cars. Box cars. <laughs> hey, George. That's the excitement of the chase, right? Exciting. You can't help it. And so that night goes by. You know, we go down to the post theater. We go down to the club. Because they never played this game until late at night. It's a late at night game. And sure enough, it's now 1 o'clock in the morning. Gasser and I go down to the day room, and the boys are all down. And, man, I want to tell you the evil, the greed, which the, the lust, the cold, stark steel of human lust is, is just, just rolling out, see. And we're both loaded. 
And so I reach down into my pocket. I take a couple of one-dollar bills out, and I see that that I see Parsons for these for the supply room. See, Corporal Parsons, red-headed Parsons. See, he's trying to make he's trying to make uh, Ader from Decatur. And uh, he's you know, and he's go. I, I had noticed for over 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 seventeen days now that whenever Ader from Decatur came up, watch Parsons. This guy can throw that eight every time. So uh, they're all betting on him. See, and I said, I'll take two. I'll take two on Parsons. Lay two out. Two on eight. And he says, Ader, Ader from Decatur. Ader from Decatur. And he rolls up crap. He craps out seven. Two bucks going just like that. First time he done it. Well, you know that feeling. And so, you know, a couple of things happened to in between times. And the next thing I know, I got the dice, see? And I start rolling. I says, all right, all right. Listen to Daddy now. Listen, listen to Daddy. Listen to Daddy. I got ten bucks down. Listen to Daddy. Listen to Daddy. Listen to Daddy. All right, all right, all right. I throw a five. Okay? So I take them dice up, and everybody's betting back and forth, back and forth. Shepard puts another ten bucks. He's got twenty down on the line. That's one half a month's pay. Twenty down. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Seven. Seven. Come eleven. Twenty smackaroonies down the drain. That means 17,000 hours in the grease trap. That means four straight days on KP. That means two sessions on latrine orderly down the drain. Five minutes later, I am clean, shucked, plucked, and you know what? Blued in the whole bit. Ever hear that old army expression? That's right. I was just painted blue. Of course, there's more to the more to the expression. And I, I hung around there for about five minutes. Don't worry, honey. I hung around for about five minutes, see? And Gasser is on a hot street. I am clean. Gasser is on a hot street. Gasser has run his little pot up to 120 bucks. He's now up to 125 bucks. Well, there was something happening, and all of a sudden, it just took about five minutes, and Gasser is now out with me in the cold. They were playing him like a big mouth bass. And, you know, we walked on down towards the barracks, and I could hear them guys laughing. I can still hear them, sometimes at 3 o'clock in the morning, laughing. I don't know. Have you ever had that feeling, friends, deep down inside of your heart, that some guys know how to do stuff? And then there's us. You drive into a garage, and you notice that, that smart look on the face of a mechanic? You drive into a gas station, and the guy's something, he, he's smart. You know, he knows something you don't know. You know? You go to a bank, and that teller is counting out the door, he just looks at you with the look of a man that knows. Yeah. Some nights, late at night, I can hear him laughing. I have an airline to tell you about. An airline that can lead you to unheard of islands of the Caribbean. An unheard of airline called BWIA. You'll find unheard of things on BWIA. Five hostesses, not four. Hostesses with gentle manners and gentle island accents. And the quiet men up front, pilots who earn their wings in the RAF. You'll taste unheard of things on BWIA, like fig bananas, a seafood called crab back, and a punch called Satan's swizzle. You'll find unheard of friendliness on BWIA, as relaxed and warm as the islands themselves. Call your travel man, or BWIA, and come to an unheard of island on BWIA, the unheard of airline. Yeah.
You know that I can hear that. I can hear that derisive laughter right now in my eyes. Oh, it's bad, bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Education comes in many ways, Prince. <laughs> sure does. Oh, yeah. You mean you knew a guy that they used to wait every month for? They just knew what time he got paid? In fact, the guy that was running the game would get mad because he was holding out on him. He says, now, I know you got $4 more this month. <laughs> he says, well, I had to get my clothes out of the cleaner. He says, don't you ever stop at the cleaner on the way to this game from here on in. This is the cleaner. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> brack. Oh, life, I'll tell you. What a gallimaufry. And don't forget, tomorrow night, you be at the Rose Hill campus of Fordham, right? Eight o'clock. You heard, you got your assignment, right? There will be tickets available at the door. Now, you heard this. Pull in your gut and be there. Shepard is going to put on his big pre-Thanksgiving turkey. Rose Hill Campus, Fordham, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. Keep flapping them arms, man. You may learn to fly out. Keep flapping them arms. 